Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on European territorial cooperation. 30 years of European territorial cooperation. That's definitely something to be proud of. But there's no room for complacency. The impact of the temporary border closures due to COVID-19 is a stark reminder of just how important territorial cooperation is to all of us and how much more we could do together. Ready for a journey through time? Everybody has a neighbour, yet life is so much better when we work together with each other. Couldn't agree more, and that was exactly the idea behind the first cross-border cooperation initiatives that were developed along the Dutch-German border and in Scandinavia in post-war Europe. But territorial cooperation at EU level began with the launch of the Interreg exactly 30 years ago in 1990. The idea then was to help border regions with the completion of the single market and to strengthen European integration. Since then, European territorial cooperation has grown both in scope and in terms of its budget, not to mention its ambition, to cover broader initiatives such as transnational cooperation involving countries from wider geographical areas and inter-regional cooperation, which brings together regions from across the whole EU. So how does it work? Well, action in the area of territorial cooperation is funded by the European Regional Development Fund, which allocated over 10 billion euros to European territorial cooperation for the seven-year period ending in 2020. This money is used to support projects carried out by public or private organisations from at least two member states to address challenges which are best tackled together such as environmental protection and the transition to a low-carbon economy, promoting research and innovation or ensuring the competitiveness of small and medium-sized companies. To do this, a number of specific structures exist to facilitate cooperation. European groupings of territorial cooperation, for example, allow bodies from two or more member states to work together under a common structure. And macro-regional strategies, such as the EU strategies for the Baltic Sea, the Danube or the Alpine regions, allow regions from both inside and outside the EU to tackle common challenges together. So how successful has European territorial cooperation been? Stay with us. European territorial cooperation has brought the 170 million European citizens who live in border regions closer together, improved their lives and created new opportunities for cooperation. It has brought greater connectivity, a healthier environment, as well as more security, growth and jobs. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, this cross-border cooperation and solidarity between neighbours has even helped save human lives. Yes, it has. Just remember the images of French patients being transported to German hospitals across the border, of Romanian doctors and nurses being sent to Italy at the peak of the crisis, an emotional display of solidarity between EU regions and countries at their darkest hour. But none of this can, or indeed should, be taken for granted. While European territorial cooperation is, without a doubt, one of the EU's success stories, many challenges remain. First of all, the budget remains very modest, and despite calls from the European Parliament, there is little hope of this changing. Cross-border projects are also often complex and costly to operate, while the lack of any real EU-level data means that it's difficult to measure their actual impact. Now, if you add to all of this divergent national rules in the areas of employment, healthcare and social security, then you'll understand why things can get difficult. 
But recent years have witnessed increased calls to address these hurdles. With the 2015 Luxembourg EU presidency launching discussions on a new instrument for cross-border projects, leading to the 2018 Commission proposal for a cross-border mechanism and the Commission rolling out of initiatives such as the Cross-Border Review and the B Solutions Project, which aims to identify solutions to remaining bottlenecks, helping to boost growth and cohesion in EU border regions. Yes, quite a lot has been going on in the last few years, hasn't it? So what will European territorial cooperation look like in the future? Well, with negotiations on post-2020 cohesion policy in full swing, stakeholders generally agree on the importance of strengthening Interreg in the future. Yet, despite its many achievements, the European Commission and Member States want to cut the budget for territorial cooperation even further and reduce co-financing rates. Something the European Parliament has fought long and hard against. Now, budget issues aside, and having learned the lessons of COVID, the European Commission wants to put more focus on cross-border cooperation by addressing obstacles such as language, legal and administrative differences, as well as social and economic differences, all of which can make cooperation more difficult. The question is, is there enough political will to continue building on the successes of European territorial cooperation and will we be able to do more with less? You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts.